Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're priceless or have no worth, from blame it on me to flat earth, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. They call him a wonderland. It's my co-host, Evan. He lives alone in a little home. It's my co-host, Saker. He lives alone in a condo. Would you be a cottage guy? I am a big cottage guy. I mm-hmm. love a lake house. I love Ooh, a fucking a cottage. Yeah, yeah. I love a, a Hawking Hill. Well, those aren't cottages. Those, yeah, are, those fucking are fucking giant, rambling fucking. Yeah, yeah. But you know, every houses. every year my family used to rent a little cabin at Lake Erie, and boy, mm-hmm. oh boy, what a fun, fun trip. Yeah, I like the idea of like sort of an idyllic fantasy wood setting. <laughs> Yeah. A hobbit hole, if you will. You know, maybe, I don't know if I'd be so big on it if it were the woods. But you know, next to a lake, I'm into it. Because it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. the woods are beautiful. A dappled a dappled glen doesn't I, appeal to you? I think the woods are scary. Maybe during the day, they'd be all right. But during the night, you're going to live in the woods? Yeah. With all the animals? <laughs> they come right out and touch you? Yeah. You get on, get on your, get in your bed while you're sleeping. That's scary. There's all those like, fucking animals coming Ooh, out. I don't. They put their little paws. On. You wake up and there's just little paw prints all over your windows. No, thank you. Yeah, you just g- get up and there's a, there's a fucking deer looking in your window. Like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sir. That sucks. Get up I've and heard... there's just like a like bugs. I've read Little Red Riding Hood. I know how this squirrels, goes. Squirrels just walking all over your shit? Fucking chipmunks eating your Cheerios? No, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. I'm sorry, I don't sir. Want potato bugs running all over birds, my you turn on the turn on the TV and there's just a fucking bird nest in there. <laughs> full of birds just raising an entire family. Try to take a shower and worms just come out of the tap? Huh? No, thank you. I don't want that. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I think living in the woods is. Worms coming out of your shower head. Dirt floors, dirt ceilings? No thanks, sir. <laughs> no walls? Don't know how the ceiling is being held up? Uh, that's so, you think, cool. so you think it's just a, you're living in a cave is what you're <laughs> I mean, it sounds <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, I mean, what is, a ca- what is a cave but a cabin? But an earth cabin. Mm. <laughs> a fine cottage down in the hill. We should go to the Olentangy Indian Caverns. Okay. When? Tonight? Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Late. Oh, uh, I'm going to a comedy show tonight. Oh, you're gonna see uh, who? I'm gonna go see Mega Sixty Four on their last laugh tour. Uh, they're a, an internet comedy group who does video game comedy. I've been following them since I was in high school, uh, and they're doing a live tour now. Have they have they kept up with the times, or are they still doing like comedy like? callbacks to nintendo games i mean they do them all over they do, do them all over game old game fun games like, hey have you seen that new elden ring video <laughs> uh yeah i'm uh i can't go tonight to your indian cave but okay. i will go soon uh tomorrow you busy monday <laughs> i'll be at work well yeah in the evening uh, work you don't work in the evening i work 24 7 damn dude how do you have time to do this podcast? This is work. This is work. This is supposed to be play. Mm-mm. Aren't we having fun right now? Nope. On the last nope. song of well, fake nudes? We probably would, except you made me clock in. <laughs> I do have this this big punch card yeah. thing on my wall that I, so I he, you he bought an old-fashioned punch card from like the, uh, I don't know, tire factory. That's correct. <laughs> I drove to Akron. I went to Goodyear. I said, give me all you got. Give me all the old clocks. I yeah. need them. Put them everywhere. I want to make sure everyone's on the clock all the time. Punch in, punch, punch out, out, punch your fucking face. Um, there's gonna be hey, there's gonna be two punches here. You punching in and you punching out. <laughs> um, yeah, bro. This is our last track from Fake Nudes. Okay, this should be a party. 
<laughs> Isn't it a party? This song is not a party. <laughs> well, this song is a a complaint against parties. Yeah. This song is they a cut down a forest and threw a giant party. <laughs> this song is a wine. This song is I hate this sort of I mean it's fine. Environmental obviously very important. Gentrification is a bad thing. But this song fucking well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Suffice it to say, it is not a party. Um but this is how they chose to end the album. We need to should we get into the song? Is that what they, we're doing? Yeah, I mean they they wanted to end the album with a softy. I get that. They, Boy, did I end with a softy on this album? They've definitely <laughs> um benefited from this, like putting a nice soft kev song at the end. They benefited like a yeah, like a hidden sun sort of show. Oh, watching the northern lights. Yeah, hidden yeah. Sun, just uh, like just like just like you know, a soft whimper to leave the. That's what they've yeah. That's kind of been their mo, hasn't it? It's just like you know, it's like we'll a leave now. like whatever. It's like a, an Irish goodbye, but not really an Irish guy. It's like when you are going to leave a party and you're like, I should probably say goodbye to the host, and you go and but they're like in an in depth conversation, right. and you're just kind of sitting there going, um, <laughs> and then like you can never you can't get a word in rise because they're drunk, they're having a good time, and you're like. Uh, goodbye and you like say it really like okay bye like, hey. like, oh yeah cool 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 like yeah that's when you just leave you gotta you gotta like break you gotta decide whether to break into their conversation they're having or just kind of leave yeah so even text them it's not an irish goodbye it's a i don't want to call out cut any of i'm not going to call out any sort of uh <laughs> racial or ethnic background say colombian goodbye i know <laughs> you want to evan um yeah i forgot they and i was trying to think of what they ended silver ball with and it was Tired of fighting with, with you. you. <laughs> Another Kev whimper. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I mean, if you're going to go out, go out soft. I g- <laughs> That's what I always say. Jesus Christ. We're just soft boys at heart. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? The end. <laughs> we are. See you again in one week. All right. Let's fucking talk about this song. <laughs> this song is called The Township of King. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Lived alone in a little home by the township of King. In the morning, she feed the birds and listen. the township of King. Let me read my prediction that I said last week. Prediction: I'll hate this one. Ev will love it. Double prediction: This is his new favorite Kev song. Uh, incorrect on both counts. <laughs> God damn it! I don't. I wouldn't say I hate this song, but I don't like it. I thought you would love it because it reminded me so much of like a a folk ballad, like a fucking. It's a story yeah, song. It is a folk ballad. Yeah. The, the, just because it is in a genre of music I do like doesn't mean I'm going to <laughs> like the song. Yeah. It reminded me of like the greatest Glenn Yarbrough yeah hell yeah I don't know why but well because Kev's voice sounds like that yeah maybe so yeah and it it did it had the little like it couldn't get more fucking generic fantasy shit than like there's a little flute in it at one point penny whistle actually is it a penny whistle yeah it just felt so hobbity yeah But again, <laughs> like, doesn't mean I'm going to like it. Okay, fair. Like, they didn't, they didn't, I don't know. It just didn't grab me. And it just felt, wow. it felt laborious. Wow. Like, it was a story song, and the story just kept fucking going, and yeah. I didn't care. 
Wow. It's like, you know, when your mom who's like in the Metro Parks takes you to like a concert because somebody's coming through and there are kids artists and they just they sing song like just endless fucking songs about sort of like protecting nature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I had nostalgia, but in a bad way for that. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like nature. I'd love to protect nature best I can, but I don't want to hear 50 fucking minutes of it. Yeah. This song was four minutes long, I think. I know, but... Oh, you're just talking about, about your yeah. youth. Yeah. yeah. What if they had just done this song 12 times? That would have been a lot of fun for you. That would have brought me right back. <laughs> right back to those fucking days. The greatest the township was one called King. Um, did you do any research on the township of King? Hell yeah, I did. Okay, me too. I mean, I did like the littlest amount possible, but I did find out that it was once called Ontario's Vegetable Basket, <laughs> which is a very fun name for the township of King. Um... Yeah, and so the Township of King is a real thing yep. for our listeners. Outside Toronto. Outside Toronto. It would used to be like undeveloped land, just all kind of farmlands. Well, farmland is developed land. Uh, Yeah, I guess that it would be... It wasn't wild territory. Wasn't it was wild. It was, it was fields and okay. whatnot. Sure. Um, Pastures and farming. And then as it happens with our modern world, uh, it got fucking paved over and built up and shit happened there. Yeah, I guess if you're going to plow down a forest... And put something there. I would. You could do worse than an amusement park, for sure. Yeah, and this is this is in the song, called out directly in the song. So what they built there, uh, the Township of King is uh, sits right next to Wonderland, Canada's Wonderland, Wonderland. which we've previously talked about on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is where they built it, and they tore down a lot of farmland to yeah. to put it up. Well, here. I mean, they just put it out in the middle of nowhere too, because in like 1981, it wasn't they they put it there, and it was still you know a half hour out of the city limits. And right. now it's the, you know because of urban sprawl, it's surrounded by you know shops and parking malls and housing developments. Sure, like that. sure, sure, sure. I so. did think it was a big fucking swing for like to call them out by name in the <laughs> song, <laughs> like a big middle finger to Canada's wonderland. Well, Kev was only like what, 11 years old, 10 years old when he time. wrote this song. No, at the, when he, when the, when they did this, cause Kev was like, sure. Like 70 something. Yeah. Right? But now he's 50 and he's writing like, fuck you. Canada's wonderland. Yeah. I don't think he likes amusement parks. That surprises me. I feel me. like they spook him too much. He, <sighs> I guess he. It, they spooked the guy version. comes off a roller coaster with a broken arm. <laughs> he, uh, they, I don't like being jolted. They spook the version of Kev that we have in our brains. Yes, but the real version of Kev, who's this jovial, charismatic ladies' man, he probably fucking he likes to put a little arm around the the hottie in the seat next to him. And... Why would you do that on a roller coaster? Like, <laughs> I, I feel don't like know. if you're gonna make your move, a roller coaster is not the thing. To, like put your arm around your sweetie is like you're just punching her oh, basically in the side yeah. of the face a bunch. Oh, so he's more of the. Uh, if you get scared, you can hold my hand. No, he's the one who goes on the, uh, he takes them on the spinners, the ones, and then he sits on the outside or the inside. You know, so they you sit, squish, so they have to up squish up against Yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. the power move there. Sure, Take sure. them on the little spinny rides. I do like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't, but you don't think he likes, uh, he likes. The version of Kevin in my head does not like being jostled. Okay. I feel yeah. like he comes, yeah, he breaks too easily. Did you know for 11 easy payments of $9.54, you could get a year-long pass to Canada's Wonderland. How, for how much? 11 easy payments of $9.54. So just around 100 120 110 120 bucks. Yeah, that sounds pretty tax. good. Yeah. I mean, how, that, Come that, and go as you will. It's like you own the park. If you... I, I'm always so jealous of those people that live, like, next to Disneyland or next to Cedar Point. You buy a season pass, you can go up there for an hour. 
and just like, oh, I think the line for fucking Gemini is low right now. Maybe I'll ride it six times and then come home. How fucking much <laughs> does that rule? That's amazing. My uncle and aunt worked at Disney World and their kids grew up basically going to Disney. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they, they would say, yeah, we'd take them to Disney. We would go to work and we'd just take them to Disney and they would just get like the park hopper pass because they can get it, you know, as you work there. They just give you basically endless Disney. Right. And they yeah. would just spend the day at Disney. That sounds for daycare. like so much fun. God, I want that so bad. That is exciting. Hey, bud, you can go work for Disney. Yeah. You can go work for Cedar Point. Shit, you can I leave move? your family behind. Should I move to L.A.? Oh, my, my partner is down here and just gave me the thumbs up. So goodbye, family. I'll see you never. Um, you just send money home. You'd be like the old timey things where you go to, you know, you emigrate to somewhere and work in the coal mine. But instead of working in the coal mine, you'll be working in a, the happiest place on earth. So I quit my lucrative teaching job to become the guy who pulls the lever on the teacups. Yes. And send home $10 a month to my family. <laughs> Damn right. And they'll be grateful for that. Oh, and they better go where the money is. You hear that? <laughs> you better like it. <laughs> um, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Follow say. your bliss. Abandon your family. <laughs> what? At what point do you stop following your dreams if abandoning your family? as part of your dreams i don't know man never you got to see where they go you got to see where they go hindsight's 2020 foresight is uh foreskin is foreskin is 40 40 so it's got a four in it god is 40 40 really good vision i don't think it does that okay i don't think you can have better than 2020 can you You can have like people have like 30 20 what the fuck does that oh you can see they're like eagle-eyed like they could see very far away so I guess 40, 20, uh, well, infinity, 40, 40. What does that mean? This is, I think that's all fractions, right? It's like distance oh, so stuff. 20, so it's, 20. it's 20, 20. Yeah. A thousand, a thousand. Is, I think, sure. I think again, not an optometrist. Sure. So why don't they call it one, one site? I think it has something to do with what you can see at what distances is my, okay. is what I think. I can see 20 things at 20 yards away. Yes. They, they used to put 20 things, things. around and have you name all yes, of them. Yes. Sure. Or maybe it's the letters. Maybe I could see 20 letters. I think what it is, is at 20 feet. You can see everything there. And if you have like 18, 20, you have to be close enough. You have to be at 18 feet now to see what normal, what, what someone can see 20 feet away. I think, again, no idea, and, no actual. Okay, 40, 20 is I could be 40 feet away. Yes, and see something, or you can be 40 feet away and see, see something. That, see what they see at 20, 20 feet. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think. That's exciting. I think. Thank you for this absolute conjecture that we just <laughs> came up with that sounds reasonable. That's why the listeners come. That's why the listeners That's come. why the listeners come for things they could easily Google. So yeah, uh, you could go You could go play uh, Blue Blasters at Boo Blasters on Boo Hill oh, at Kansas Wonderland where they, you have to, to, you have to capture that. Boocifer. I would love to do that. That sounds great. Guess who the mascot of uh, Kansas Wonderland It's time is. for the ma- 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 mascot mash. It is not. Okay. <laughs> Snoopy. Snoopy is the mascot. Oh, yeah. Of all the Six Flags, or all the uh, Cedar, uh, Cedar Fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Snoopy's there. Yeah, we talked about that. He's fucking the, uh... Carl Sh- Ch- Charles Schultz will just sell Snoopy to fucking anyone, won't he? It's tr- he's dead, right? I don't know. I think it's Peanuts Inc. at this point. Charles Schultz died in like 2000. They'll just, they'll just fucking tart him up they'll and throw him out. Push him out the door, Snoopy. Yeah. Med, med life? Who the fucking who Company gives a you shit? keep. Yeah. Um, it is. It was hard for me to find any objective criticism on the internet on how much this has ruined the area. They were there was a lot of oh gross. What? I just put my finger in your chair next to me and something sticky <laughs> and brown was on my finger. Hell when I brought yeah. it back. Okay. Something, somebody stuffed a nice thing down there. I love that. It's probably banana for my son. It smells like banana. Good. Which okay. I guess is the best solution you can. <laughs> I think your son Enzo positioned his tiny little butthole over this crack and then just shot a stream of diarrhea down there hopefully <laughs> not but uh yeah the one i the big the big um complaint i found Ken is one of mine is, is people thought it would be a trojan horse for american culture what yeah because i mean it, it's a, it's an american amusement park Fucking company that put it in there 
the movie theater is a Trojan horse for me. Your television sets are a tro- Canada's Wonderland? I, I'm just reporting what I said. I'm not defending it. That's the, reporting what I, I read. Yeah, they, they were afraid. And they got over it by saying, oh, yeah, no, no, we're going to put some Canada shit in there, too. So there's like a historical like vil- Canadian village in there, too, that talks about Canadian culture. And they have like, Ridiculous. instead of like Main Street USA, they have like, because I mean, like the amusement park is a fundamentally American thing. Is it? Like amusement. So fucking Japan loves their amusement parks. Well, yeah, damn right they do. But like, the, I mean, I guess. Did it come from America? Yeah. Are, are, are the amusement parks. Uh, Originate in America? I think so. I think so because I think that like it's like Disney World and like they were in the first wave of amusement parks and that what was that fucking uh, one up in New Jersey Adventure Park? Sure, the one where you would go to die. Oh well, yeah, it was run by like some libertarian douchebag who kept a shotgun and is is a. Uh... Did you watch that documentary? No, it's so good. I'm sure it's, it's very fun. Yeah. People's heads get cut off and stuff. And yeah, you could, you could drive. <laughs> the staff used to get drunk and drive the go karts on yeah, the fucking dude. highway. Oh, uh, it's so good. Uh, um, but yeah, okay, so so it's a distinctly American thing. Yeah, yeah. and I think that like if you're gonna put a Main Street USA in Canada, I could see I can see the you know some NIMBYs getting upset about that. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. So that's what I read. Yeah. Um, so it, I guess the question to you is: amusement park or old growth forest, Saker? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking amusement park. Forest is scary to me. I don't want to be there. Would you like to live in a cabin in an amusement park? Like a chalet. Just like an old Evil Dead-esque cabin. <laughs> so, like, you're like a grandfather wouldn't sell his land. That's correct. <laughs> so they all built it right around you. Yeah. Do you have? Do I have park privileges? No. <laughs> I mean, you have to to leave the park. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, so I have to pay eighty dollars to leave my house. <laughs> eighty dollars a day, and they will not sell me out like a, a year-long park. This park does not sell year-long park yeah, passes. Right. Uh, did you hear that story about the guy who uh, saves like uh, two thousand dollars a year by eating? both of his meals every day at Six Flags. He works across the street and he got a, a year long pass for Six Flags. It comes with two meals every day. What? And so he goes in and he gets like two chili dogs for lunch. And then he, cause he's at work. So he leaves on his lunch break and then he leaves and picks up something at Six Flags and takes it home for dinner. And he saved, cause he pays like a hundred dollars a year for this pass. Yeah. Wow. I, I feel like putting meals on top of it is kind of a, ridiculous yeah yeah they, they gotta be losing money to this guy yeah <laughs> this guy rules. i mean they're definitely losing money to this guy yeah, but yeah. like like i wonder what the margin is on offering two meals a i'm day. sure it's their food is cheap as fuck and i'm sure this guy is also gaining weight by the butt load but like <laughs> hey man saving money that's big um that's how you become a ten thousand heir. <laughs> do you want to talk about this song <laughs> we should talk about this song yeah we're talking about it we're talking well, about... This, so this song is is a anti-gentrification song by the uh, through the lens of is an amusement park gentrification yes absolutely it is because with an amusement park comes all the shit around it comes strip malls and right but i don't think that urban development in and of itself is gentrification i think that taking urban sprawl and turning it into rich richie richburg oh, I is see gentrification oh, maybe yeah. i'm misusing gentrification yeah they're not they're not putting it like if they put like a ski chalet in here i would sure. say like this isn't this isn't i don't think so amusement is, parks appeal to like upper class yeah you people. know what i'm i'm i'm, yeah. I'm conflating urban urban sprawl and gentrification yes, i think yeah okay that is exactly what i mean. point of order corrected let's move forward urban sprawl um this is a a, a parable about urban sprawl through the lens of some fucking jerk offs epic fantasy novel where the little birdies who I talk to every day come to me and I would tell say it's me, more magical realism than epic fantasy. Okay, but. who gives a shit? But it's a, or a fairy tale, I guess. If we're if we're splitting, yeah, hairs. it's a fairy tale. That's exactly what it is. Uh, in this song, of course, Kev, uh, some some uh, Kev is our narrator, and he's telling the story of a woman who feeds the birds every day, 
and they come to her and and say no harm will come to her and one day a bird comes and says there are there are creatures coming rumbling <laughs> along the road and they're going to build great a one dragons of steel and smoke <laughs> belching smoke <laughs> behind them it warned of the trucks coming up the road full of concrete and steel and that's that's fucking it they say they're gonna build canada's wonderland and then the woman feeds the bird until it's huge and then fucking flies away on it and that's it they will build an amusement park where the forest once did stand with gypsum build a mountain and they'll call it strong and tall and I will climb upon your back and will fly away in the fall so I guess my question is is this a good or bad ending on the song I think it's bad think she it's... doesn't beat the dragon she well, runs yeah, but, away I mean, from a from an ethical standpoint but everybody gets what they want I guess the but... birds are gone the lady's gone she's off somewhere she's off some, some other chalet in like fucking you know None of it, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, everyone else gets Canada Wonderland. Yeah. So here's what I'm getting from Ev. When they chop down big sections of rainforest, Ev is like, the birds are getting what they want. Those endangered creatures are leaving and going elsewhere. In the context of this song, (laughs) this magical song. Uh, I guess so, but it's going to happen everywhere. Soon the world will be covered with urban sprawl. I don't think so. Our population is always growing. Nope. We, we gotta live somewhere. It is growing. It is growing now, but I mean, we're definitely uh, hitting a turn where we're gonna be hit max population. Really? Yeah, I think is hopefully fingers crossed as uh, education and uh, you know money is more equally distributed. You that that correlates with fewer children. Interesting. So should I be having more to kind of do my part? No, you should be having fewer. <laughs> We should I, all be having fewer uh-oh, children. Should I have had half a child? It's the best way to help the planet is not have kids. Uh-oh. We fucked up, bud. <laughs> One is fine, I think. Okay, good. I think, because, I mean, replacement, it's its less than replacement, right? You're doing a net You're doing a net positive carbon, at least from a, from an ecological standpoint. A sure. Net po- a, a carbon bonus, because you could have, sure. you're supposed to have 2.5, right? You're supposed to grow. Sure, nuclear right? family. Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't. That's not what the white supremacists would say either, you know. <laughs> They'd want, well, they would want me to have one, but not you. That's probably true. Italian, I'm, I'm it- white passing. Italian and Lebanese, nice try. Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, I, think if, I think if I can comment on anything. <laughs> it's my. I am as white as they come. White. Quite white. Quite white. Um, this is, what we're on the Orange Groves Podcasting Network. How did we get here? Um, this is a, uh. Is this a stronger song? I'll tell you song? how we got here. We asked to be on it. That's true. Is this a stronger song than Invisible Fence? I'd say they're on the same level. I, actually, I liked this song a little bit better than Invisible Fence. This is just as facile yes. as Invisible Fence. Yes. It's just masked behind like a fucking Hidden Valley Ranch commercial song <laughs> that they... Hidden Valley Ranch. I like that. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch. Famous green company hidden valley ranch no the tune it feels like ranch valley ranch commercial nothing is more ecologically friendly than ranch dressing nothing says if you want to lower your carbon footprint 
Ranch dressing. You fucking live in a hidden valley on a ranch. Yes, that's how you lower your carbon footprint. No, you don't. Ranches have huge carbon footprints. Ranches? Yeah, because you're raising livestock. Livestock is one of the oh, biggest contributors yeah. to like all sorts of greenhouse yeah, get gases. Rid of that there. red meat. All their farts. Yeah. I should be a vegan. Ethically, yes, we should yeah. all be vegans. Damn, what are we doing? Living our lives. That's fair. All right. <laughs> I mean, I've cut down to meat to like twice a week. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I just. I feel like. I feel like I'm going to get... I felt like I was going to get absolutely obliterated from my opinion. So many of my shit, my notes here are me defending myself because I thought that you would be like, fuck you, this song rules! It's The Hobbit and forests are good and I want to live in a forest and be friends with birds. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you just don't care for the song. Yeah. Which I, I mean, is fair. Yeah, they just uh, they just cut down the forest next to my house. Not the one right next to my house, but the one a little bit. That's I right. To, and they built it? those big old uh, houses that we should have gone trick-or-treating to, but... No, uh, no, no, no. That was the golf course. That was already developed. No, oh, this is a forest. They, they're building an elementary school there, which I'm like, ah! That's you know, nice. like, yes, you're serving at need children <laughs> in marginalized groups and with a new... British elementary school, but at the same time, that was a nice forest. Is that where that nobody lo- ever came to? <laughs> Is that where your little boy's gonna go at that elementary yeah, school? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah, this, I mean, this song reminded me of a lot of songs. It yes. reminded me of The Greatest Adventure, it reminded me of Spider Moon, it reminded me of, uh, have you ever heard The Dreadful Wind and Rain? Nope. Fucking uh, old ass uh, Simon and Garcia song. Uh, <laughs> Simon and Garcia. I don't know. Simone and Garcia. Simone and Pumbaa song. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. This is a, no. it, it was very, uh, it felt like a bunch of different things. Yeah, to no, me. it definitely, I, one of my notes is it reminds me of another song, but I can't place it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it had a lot, it had its fingers in a lot of different pots. Yeah. And I mean, this is, I don't know. They're doing a, a musical style. They're aiming for musical style. And I feel like this is a style that Kev's voice should be, Kev should be better at. Yeah, for and sure. I didn't, and I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't yeah. a better song for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think I, I think I maybe liked it more than you, but does this song have a chorus? Uh yes, doesn't it? Is it come come the sky is yes, gray? Come come, come, come is, we'll find a way. Yeah, because it's s- repeated twice. Yes, which is rare for a Kev song. I know that like, he didn't do it the entire like fifteen minutes out. Is just saying. So like yeah, I mean like it's it's a chorus only because it is repeated twice. I, I guess so. Come come the sky is gray. Come come we'll find a way. Yeah, I I assume that's the chorus. Um. But, but he also says the township of king, the township of king. He says that like three times at the very end of the song, because yeah, he has in, to repeat in the song something. a couple times. Uh, does he? Okay, yeah, that's very possible. So that might be a chorus. Maybe <laughs> Just a single line. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. This song. Uh, this song is is weirdly structured, especially for a yeah. Kev song. I feel like I would have liked some. I feel like if they had gone a little bit wilder on that penny whistle during the final breakdown, like oh yeah. I mean, this is just a. What what kind of got me the most? I didn't, it was just I mean this is 2016, right? They put this album out. 2017, this is 2017, yeah. 2016. So so like this is just a Monsters and Men or a Mumford and Sons songs without the stomping, clapping, and saying hey banjo and saying hey. Yeah, yeah, like, kind of. That's it. Yeah, which is good. I mean sometimes there's addition by subtraction. Not here. You think it would have been better as a Mumford song? I think it would be better as a Monster and Men song. Okay. I'm not a fan of Mumford and Son. Okay. All their songs okay. sound the same to me. The, I, I wonder how much Crow Ed had to swallow. To let the album end with two Kev songs in a row. I think he's probably fine with it. Really? I think they just caught him like post, he, post-coital or something like that. And he's just like, yeah, okay, fuck, <laughs> print it. I don't care. I just feel like he took so much control of the band after Steve left that it's hard for him to release. Right, and it was ruining everything. Do you think he realized that? I think so. That's great that he, he had made that peace sort of, with it, right? Yeah, wow. I mean, That's how many impressive. songs about being a bad, how many songs about being a bad husband can you write? It's true. We got to, I mean, and he clearly... Two to three, an album. <laughs> he, he loves this song. 
I mean, we'll watch. We'll talk about the selfie cam jam, presumably eventually. Oh, I did not see the selfie cam. Oh jam. my goodness! Nope. Yeah, I only saw the acoustic version. Okay, yeah. At the end of the song, he goes, "That's a nice tune, Kev." <laughs> At the end of the selfie cam jam, which is very sweet. Um, I'll tell you what, I do enjoy those environmental noises that open. Yeah, this song. yeah, the little birds and the tweedles yeah, and the stuff. I like. I like how fun. it um it, it adds a. The, like as Ty comes in with the drums, like after fields, fields and farms, and yeah. then like it kind of deepens out. The, yeah. the sound deepens out. I enjoyed that part. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's, uh, there's some good parts of this song. Mm-hmm. Of the fields and farms. Oh yeah. But honestly, needs heavy chords and power, power chords and uh, heavy drums. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about the other versions? Can I tell you about the selfie cam jam? Yeah, please do. Sure. Describe it to me. Paint um, me a picture with your words. It's very the opening is fun. Jim introduces the song for some reason and not Kev. He goes, "Hello everyone, this is Jim." And then there's a jump cut and he goes, "I'm on my roof." And then there's a jump cut. <laughs> so like, I don't know what he said in the middle they had to cut for him to go, "I'm But he does the whole bass part from on top of his house. Oh, I thought he just like roof. jumped up onto his roof and it's like, "I'm oh, on my oh, roof." Jim, and then it jumps cuts roof. back. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just very weird. Um as a solo tune, and this is kind of reflected in the acoustic one as well, but I thought this song sounded much more empty. You're talking about the yeah. deepening of it. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad or kind of a bummer mm-hmm. for this. Uh, it made me realize how much the harmonies bring to this song. Well, I, th- I thought the harms were way better on the acoustic version. Oh, okay. Maybe why. it's just it the just sounded better. selfie cam jam that I wasn't a fan of. Um, Ed does the uh, penny whistle just whistling, uh, which I oh. thought was very cool. Mm-hmm. That's very fun. Um, it's got this extended, I wrote Wes Anderson ass outro uh-huh. where it's just, wait, not Wes Anderson. Yeah. Wes Anderson. Who? I almost confused him and Wes Craven for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Master of horror. <laughs> Take my kids to see a Wes Craven movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and I really, not my YouTube comment of the week, but the YouTube comment of the selfie cam jam was game jam. Uh, Merriman Devonshire. One, one year ago. That's said, a hobbit name. It's a Merriman Devonshire. <laughs> it truly is says, hmm, collaboration with Psycho Stick when? <laughs> Jesus. If you've never heard Psycho Stick, they're like this uh, fucking weird-ass, like, punk, mm-hmm. r- like, clown core. <laughs> Not really, but, like, if you've ever heard the beer song in the 90s? Number one, Brandon and Ladies with them is wild. Number two, to comment that below, the township <laughs> of King <laughs> is a fucking off-your-rocker wild. Get em. Um, do you want to hear? I did have a YouTube comment of the week. Yes. 6666 acres. YouTube comment of the week. It's actually four comments. Oh. Do I have to do the thing, the drop with each of them? No, you're good. I'm going to I'm gonna read them off one by one. Try Data Company two months ago. Nice, nice. Nice. <laughs> Try Data Company two months ago. Very nice. <laughs> Try Data Company ten months ago. I like it. Nice. <laughs> Try data company 10 months ago. Nice. <laughs> so these are fucking algorithms that are commenting on this. Is this a bot? <laughs> the fuck knows? It has to be a bot. It must be. It, ha- it truly has to be. I just love the... Oh, fuck it. Nice. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Love it. Nice. They're just working out some fucking AI algorithm. <laughs> like some, some machine learning. Like to, to mine YouTube comments for... for sure. You know, Find a gentle song. Purchase data. And comment yeah. nice on it. Yeah. I loved it. It made me laugh so hard. Uh, let's talk about that acoustic version. What did you think of it? Um, I liked it. Was it was I liked it better? Um, just wow! I think I would enjoy this song more live. Wow! Just because you know it seems like a song that needs to be played live. Okay. It, it felt kind of I don't know. It just didn't feel great to me 
on the album, but I like the acoustic version better. Sure. Um, at the beginning, they're all smiling at Kev, and Ed, Ed's like, go on, go on. He's just like, he's like, <laughs> like, go on, little bird, go. Yeah. <laughs> and Kev, before starting, Kev looks at every single one of them, and they all sort of like nod to him, except for Tyler, <laughs> who just like shrugs, like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah. So that's it. Like, and that's it's a good version of this song. Yeah, the, yeah I like the harms were way better, and there was no slushy sort of bat stuff in the background. Yeah, I didn't like it better, but I, I could see where you could. Uh, yeah. Did you see, speaking of live versions, the live versions of this song? Mm-mm. Brother, there was a live version from October of 2021, last month. Wowie, well, The Bare Naked Ladies are out there doing shows, and they did Township of King. Oh, my gosh. On the road. Oh, my it gosh. Very funny. Um, they, uh, uh, Kev is talking about the pandemic, and he says, yeah, I got my booster shot. And he's like, uh, because, you know, it's, it's one of those perks of... You know, I beat cancer. So, you know, getting cancer, one of those perks is that I got an early booster uh, shot. And they're talking about it. There's a funny joke about turds uh, that they make in this song uh, or before the song. I don't know. It's, it was nice to see because I just I was like, oh, is there any live versions? And I pulled one up and they were talking about the fucking booster shots. And I was like, what the fuck? The fact that they were back at it, baby. I love seeing the B-Nag B- boys back at it. They, they had that residency at like the... You know, well, they they have it in December. Oh, yeah, the Jonathan Club. The Jonathan Club, <laughs> it's an exclusive members only place in Toronto for Jonathan's <laughs> J, J only, uh, the J O Club. Yeah, isn't that J Alexander? Isn't that the steakhouse? The Jonathan Alexander Steakhouse. The only like people whose name is Alexander Jonathan. So you can get in. I got in. I have been there before. Ah, uh, buddy, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it's fun, but there's nothing else exciting about it live. They did play this live when we went and saw them in concert, by the way, a couple years ago. I'm sure they did. Okay. I'm excited to I go back. I have very little memory of that. I'm excited to go see him again. This is going to be the last summer on Earth. Truly, buddy, this summer we're getting it. We're getting down with the Bean Egg Boys. <sighs> unless it falls during Origins or something. <laughs> and then we're just, fuck it, who cares? Um, that's it. Ebo, anything that's else to say it. about the song? Mm, boo Blasters on Boo Hill. <laughs> Bring me to the mascot. Get me for the mascot. Is it Snoopy again? I want... I hope not. Joe Camel would beat the shit out of him. No. No, it's not Snoopy again. Although Kev would really like it to be. It is, of course, none other than... A company founded in 1971 when they chartered the Phyllis Cormac from Vancouver, Canada... To Chuck Alaska to protest nuclear testing along the Alaskan border. Okay. Not a company, but an organization, a network of... 25 different organizations together in over 55 countries in the world. Okay. Their their goal is to bear witness to environmental destruction, nonviolent confrontation, in exposing threats to the environment and finding solutions. They have no permanent allies nor enemies. They're financially independent from all politic, political and commercial organizations. Saker is now looking at the uh, pictures. This is, of course, Greenpeace. And their uh- mascot is... A green recycling bin. <laughs> they actually have many mascots, but uh, the one I'm specifically calling out is Greeny, the green recycling bin. Okay. Who was uh, in in their one of their Russian chapters. He has a tech. He has a techno video. Okay, sorry. Keep going. I just wanted to watch this on mute while uh. It's while just he spoke. walks around St. Petersburg and uh, in the cold gray November skies of Russia, befriends oh. people. But um. Oh, so- his face is horrifying. Yeah. He's got real, real big dinner plate eyes. You know who he looks like? You know who he reminds me of and he could be the big brother of? Hmm. Is Happy the Happy oh, Meal. Oh, yeah. He does look like a Happy Meal. Happy. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, that's kind of freaky. So this is the Russian Greenpeace mascot. Yes, he's a, his, for their campaign to uh, separate different types of recycling and different types of bins. How because the there are different types of bins. How did you find this guy? <laughs> How did I find this guy? Well, I go on a lot of Russian sites. Uh-huh. I don't know about you. But, the uh, dark web. The dark web. But uh, yeah, uh, Greenpeace, it's an environmental justice organization that's it's come under some scrutiny in recent years, not because of any, because they, they're nonviolent, but also they do stuff that is uh, garnered, garnered to create headlines. Sure. Right? Like, uh, for instance, they, um, in the King's North debacle in 2007, six protesters were arrested for climbing a 200-meter power station and writing the word Gordon. Oh, what? Wait, why? Well, well they were, it was about Gordon Brown, the current oh. British Prime Minister, but that's our BNL <laughs> that's connection. fucking huge. They were, call, they were calling out to Kev. That's, that is in, incontrovable. <laughs> but you know what? They got off. They, got, they were arrested and fined, but they got off for it because their argument in court was, by doing this, we are bringing public attention to it and thus preventing future property damage from climate change oh a little bit of property damage now for a lot of property yeah, damage and they got in like climate scientists and then so like an, an elder from like an inuit tribe who was talking about how they've been personally impacted by it. and they, oh my they God. got off they got off completely that's incredible scott free so Boy, they, they really they, they used a, like an affirmative defense for wow. we are we're in like so it's like by smashing the uh car the, like slashing the car tires of this uh this executive yeah. I have prevented him from going to work and signing a bill and therefore you know causing saving, the, saving millions of dollars in climate change you gotta have a real fucking leftist judge yeah. to get off on that yeah. but they've gotten I mean they're uh, they've run a file of the law many times uh, for like destroying their big thing they're anti-GMO okay um, and there's some criticism to that saying like hey you know GMOs are important in the developing world because uh-huh. they can't get their, you know, like golden rice, for instance, has the beta carotene to stop kids from going blind. Oh, but their state of position is they're anti-GMO, but they, you know, like we, we allow countries to make their own decisions. So if the country doesn't want GMO, then we're supporting them not getting GMO. And sure. if they do want, G- if there's nothing else but GMO, then yeah, that's better than nothing. Sort okay. Of thing. So you know, but again, there are like 26 different organizations under this umbrella. So they're you know sort of all over the. Um, they, they got in uh, 2013. They got um, piracy charge. Well, no, 2013 was piracy charges uh, in Russia, and they were arrested for two months. Like they spent two months in jail um, because they had boarded a boat, so okay. they got grabbed by the Russians, and they were pirate. They called pirates. Wow! The best. The best one is back in 2002. They uh, got con- a bunch of the Greenpeace activists got convicted under a 1872 law called sailor mongering. Okay. <laughs> sailor mongering is when you come onto a ship that's coming into port and entice the crew with prostitutes and liquor and stuff to get them to co- like just abandon their posts oh my and God. come come to your establishment before the ship is even in dock. That rules. But Greenpeace didn't do that. They got on the they got on a ship of illegal mahogany that was headed for Miami. Yeah. Um and they basically harangued the crew saying, you know, why this is illegal. Why are you doing this? You're destroying the rainforest sort of thing. And so they were, you know, quote unquote, sailor mongering, trying to get the, the, the crew to desert their posts. Wow. And so they went to the case was thrown out. Okay. It's a fucking obscure 1872 law. Right. Of course. So but it's just funny stuff like that. But the, the reason why he uh, this green greenie is one of several mascots they've had. The sad fish, which I also sent you a picture of. OK. He's I think I sent you a picture of the sad fish. The sad fish. He's a red f- frowning fish uh nope oh yes there he is. oh no oh <laughs> what a, red, a sad he's a and they use it to, you know like to, to protest overfishing and things like okay. that so there's a picture of him sitting by the seafood aisle <laughs> in the grocery store but they That's also have funny. pictures of him like in a net okay like, uh, on a ship like hey look what you're catching the sad fish yeah 
but uh, um, they also uh, they had a, a whale they were tracking in the uh, Sea of Japan, and uh, as a protest against like Japanese whaling, which yeah. you know should stop. Sure. Yeah, I know it's culturally important to them, but you know you're a first world country. You can you can kind of sure. kind of step away from that sort of stuff. Like you're not a subsistence, you know, right? In, indigenous Inuit who needs whale farming to continue to live. But you know, neither here nor there. It's not my place to criticize other cultures, I suppose. But uh, they um. <laughs> They you were just bring it. You take this podcast and you pull it so far down. Last week you forced me two weeks ago to talk about dead dogs. No, that was Jared. <laughs> no, that, that was, was Jared. Jared. That's right. I forgot. That was not. I was just as sad by that. Okay, all right. By discovering elephants are so smart. Fair. All right. Sorry. Continue. It's okay. Shadow's gone. Shadow's gone. A little bit. Little, little bit. A little bit. LB. LB and the nub the, man. The, the niz. <laughs> and they just jumped around. The fucking dogs didn't even care about their fallen brother, Shadow. <laughs> God. They were so happy. Dogs are so fucking stupid. Yeah, dogs are idiots. Yeah. I'm actually glad Shadow died. No! <laughs> I can't. I can't. Jesus. R.I.P. Shadow. I gotta put another CW at the beginning of this episode. Fuck. But, uh, um, so in 2007, they were tracking a whale just to bring attention to the to the overfishing of whale populations. And um, they had a name the whale contest. And uh, somebody hacked their cookie system so they could make infinite votes. Uh-huh. And they... So Mr. Splashy Pants was the name they picked. <laughs> that rules. And uh, then they found out there was a, a thing. And uh, they like took away all the extra votes. Oh, okay. The, the erroneous votes. But then the internet found out about it. And then within two or three days, Mr. Splashy Pants had gotten 78% of the votes. So yeah. Mr. Splashy Pants was their official whale mascot Man, for a year. I love that fucking white hat hacking where you're like, just doing it for like, you're not causing just no harm. Just doing it for the lols. Just the lols, baby. Nobody gets hurt. Like Bodie McBoatface, that fucking <laughs> That's British so sub. stupid, yeah. Oh, so it's only funny It's only funny when it's funny to you. Well, no, it's... it's How is Bodie McBoatface different than Mr. Splashy no, Pants? No, I don't like Mr. Splashy Pants. Okay. I just think it's harmless. Yeah. Right? That's the kind of hacking I like, is what I'm saying. Okay. That's no, fair. I think it's stupid. I think people who think they're fucking Bodie McBoatface <laughs> is clever are the. That is also bad because it wasn't one guy who was like, Mr. Splashy Pants is funny. It was everybody who was like, Bodie McBoatface is so fucking funny. Well, they did that with Mr. Splashy Pants too. Like thousands of people. Uh, there were 150,000 votes. But they weren't rallying and around a, a, the 111,000 of them were Mr. Splashy Pants. They weren't rallying around the name. They were rallying around the cause. The man who did it. <laughs> I am anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so how's this song fucking... We've talked about the mascot for a million years now. Yeah, I mean, obviously this song... I mean, this song is a Greenpeace song. It's, okay. like, a, it's like a fucking, uh, you know, environmental ballad. Sure. Um, they're... they're uh, opposing basically the construction, even if it's an amusement park, they just want they just want to uh, cancel Saker for saying he'd prefer amusement parks to old growth forests. Wouldn't be the first time, buddy. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So I mean, and you cancel can and mascots. Culture. I mean, mascots like Greeny. I could see at a uh, at an amusement park. But the, the reason why I picked Greeny instead of the other mascots is because he's in Russia, and uh, he was uh, the mayor of Moscow. Is uh, he went to like talk to the mayor of Moscow, and uh, he showed up in this cooking costume the mayor of moscow is a notorious thug okay like, a, like he's like mobbed up yeah and uh so what he did the mayor of moscow was uh sick his personal police force the oman who are like a, a, a paramilitary force for is the that mayor. what this picture is yes. you sent me and they beat the shit out of the guy holy shit threw him in prison oh my god in the costume <laughs> in the costume so there's pictures i think i sent. yeah i sent you the one of them dragging him away yeah it's so it's so ridiculous oh my god so it's just these two guys and like fucking you know urban camo dragging away this guy in a green mascot suit jesus christ so yeah it's him okay he's the kind of guy who would show up at the fucking uh wonderland canada's wonderland opening and be like 
there used to be an old growth <laughs> forest here. So if we're pitting him up against Joe Camel, yeah, I think that he has already shown that Greeny has already shown he cannot win a fight. Yeah, he gets the shit beat out of him by these uh, these these mobsters. Yeah, so Joe, Joe Camel shows up in like a fucking uh, white T-shirt, but he's got the one sleeve rolled up with the with cigarette. cigarettes in there. Yeah. The real greaser and he just, style. Like, he like does that like cracks his neck yeah and then like takes his glasses off folds them and hands them to a girl yeah and then like just like you know does a couple bounces like this gets his dukes up and greeny, one greeny just like runs at him like with this yeah. with this you need to help you sign my and yeah yeah one, it's over two hits joe camel hitting him him hitting the the brakes <laughs> on his career uh yeah joe camel one punch man just smashes fucking just punches right through greeny. greeny yeah poor greeny he never stood a chance and then uh and Joe Camel gets it like he's like eh, 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 yeah and so he hands it, it the girl was holding his uh, little um it's white like, his white like jacket with the big oh, uh, yeah. the big things and he puts it on no shirt just gets in puts his shades back on limo pulls up uh-huh. he's like all right babe time to go gets I, in there and he like gives everyone a wave I love that this is the dichotomy. He rolled up to this fight on his motorcycle, motorcycle. <laughs> with his white t-shirt. And he takes his white t-shirt off during the fight, punches the guy once, puts on his white smoking jacket, gets in a limo, leaves his motorcycle there. Well, the just... motorcycle, he was uh, delivering it to somebody who bought it on Craigslist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sure, exactly. <laughs> he gets So he gets he's buying and selling Strong motorcycles. Style. Yeah, so he gets in the thing and he's like, they're having champagne, him and his girl. You know, they get a little bit toasty. They're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, she's drunk. They, he, he's, uh, he's always a gentleman, so he... Uh, drops her off at her her for how i don't feel like he is but all right i feel like i mean i feel like he's got stories that he tells to his boys that if anybody else heard them they'd be like oh no that's you should not have done that okay. joe camel that's fair that's <laughs> I, fair I, but this maybe i don't know maybe so he's, he's getting a little he's getting a little pushy yeah i think and, he's, then, yeah. Uh, and then she he's... uh she she flops out onto the ground and runs away okay and uh he's like damn and he just like lights up a cigarette and he goes can i smoke in here and like the 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 thing rolls down and you just see the uh um eyes of the uh okay. driver of the driver uh-huh. and they look familiar they look very familiar they're uh it's none other than um what Oh, I thought it's gonna be like three happies stacked up, yeah. taking revenge for Greeny. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, um, what the fuck is that guy? I don't know, my friend. I'll cut all this. Yep. No, you're not. <laughs> not gonna cut any of it. Uh, Harlan. Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams. The tricks are out. Oh, <laughs> and no. then, and then he's like, "Can I smoke in here?" And he's like talking like that, and then you just see the Harlan Williams turn around and then just draw a knife across Joe Camel's throat. Oh no! Blood everywhere. Tricks rabbit. And then can't he unzips come back. his face. It's, he's been him. He's a master of disguise. He's fooled us all. Boo! <laughs> no, Tricks rabbit lost fair and square. To whom? To, I don't fucking remember. The crypt keeper. Oh, it was the crypt keeper. <laughs> That's right. Trick no, but here's the part I didn't tell you. Now Joe Camel versus the techno <laughs> i think he does fine yeah you think joe camel wins yeah because i mean he's not gonna fight it <laughs> oh you think they become friends yeah he's like he's gonna help krang oh shit okay yeah joe camel's like put me back in the matrix man <laughs> back in i mean joe camel is a turtles villain if there ever was one 100%. he's got an animal head yeah he's beefy yeah and he's not a good person yeah that's true. He's actually, you know what? He, he's a he's a Captain Planet villain. Is who he reminds yeah. me of. Yeah, looting and polluting is not yeah. the game. Yeah, but, I mean, he's he's not a polluter per se. He's he'll pollute your body. I bet he throws those cigarette butts on the ground. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah, does. he doesn't use an ashtray. Yeah, Ebo. He doesn't think, use any protection ever. Ever. Yes. <laughs> you want you want to see him with a condom on his cigarette? Like, That's not going to happen. Horrifying human camel, human half breeds <laughs> all over the country. <laughs> 
Um, let's rate this song. Fuck, I keep forgetting we have to do that. Ebo, as usual, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. Uh, the more clothes this song is wearing, the worse. The fewer clothes, the better. We're going to start it off with my boy. Go ahead and improv a whole story. I'm so tired. <laughs> Me too. I've been yawning this whole sesh. I'm so tired. I get up in the morning and yeah, I could get dressed, but I'm not going to. Okay. You know, because like... To make your clothes have any like to, to the the value that went into making them like the uh, the the carbon footprint of your clothes you have to wear a shirt like a ten thousand times or something like that. Oh for, really? For, it's it's something ridiculous for the the tri- like the um like wearing and the transportation and everything like Fuck. that. It's it's not great. Okay. Um like wearing like you should wear your clothes till they literally fall off your body. Okay. No, Jesus. Or or at least or buy them from used uh, clothing right. stores yes. like I do. Or have them made by fr- good friends. I like that you paused after, like I do, to allow for the applause of the the listening audience. <laughs> you well, knew that there would be an applause break. If they're not applauding, then I, I can't I can't talk about how you know right. what kind of people they are. Sure, yeah, right, shitheads. Yeah, they're probably just wearing their new clothes. Ugh. I guess knitting it yourself would be fine too. Well, you got to think about where all that yeah fabric came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. raising sheep. <laughs> you have to raise the sheep from scratch. Raise them scratchy sheep. You raise them scratchy sheep. But anyway. Put on my fucking bathrobe, pour myself a cup of coffee. I'm done. That's my rating of this song. Okay, a bathrobe and a, bathrobe, a cup, of coffee. cup of coffee. I'm wearing a t-shirt, pants. Sure. It's, uh, it's cold outside. I see snow coming down the window, so I've got my house shoes on. Yeah. It's too cold to walk barefoot. Okay. Lose a lot of heat through your feet. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just so tired of rating these songs. I'm so, so well. I mean, hey. This song, I like. I expected more. We got one album. I left. expected more from this day. I expected more from this song. <laughs> so sorry that it was such a bummer for but you. But you know what? It's comforting. Just Is like it? just like my uh, yeah, it's a comfort. It's a it's a long lazy Sunday afternoon of a song. Okay. Nothing nothing too spectacular happening today. You know, I might see a friend, but it'll be a low key event. Like looking forward to it. It's probably gonna be you know it'll probably be fine. It's probably gonna be a fine day. It's gonna be a fine watching Dune with George later today. So I'm, that's that, that seems fun. Are uh, you real? Is this a real story? Yeah. He forced us all to watch it at Movie Night the other week, too. So Oh, he wants to watch just, Dune again with me? Yeah, he loves Dune, I told him man. it was okay to watch without me. Oh, okay. All Dune, right. Dune has never appealed to me as a as a setting or a thing. I, I shouldn't like it. Everything in my body. It's a fantasy. Fucking there are names of princes, and you have to remember a thousand uh-huh. places. And I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, that was the only thing I liked about Dune was yeah, the, the politics, and then it gets into some sort politics. of like white savior religion yeah, thing. Yeah. And I, that I just kind of... Peace out it after that. That makes sense. Um, so for me, I'm glad the people in the desert are okay. In Dune, the Fremen, I'm glad they turn out okay. Me too. Even if they needed a white guy to I save think them. About them quite often. You know, I'm they okay. couldn't. I, I'm sad that they couldn't. There was none among them who could, uh, you know, carry the carry the yoke. That would have been nice. They had to get a, a little European dude in there to take care of it. Um, Paul. 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 I love space names like Paul. It's like P O L, isn't it? No, it's P-A-U-L. Oh, is it? It's like fucking Star Wars, where people are named Luke. <laughs> like, that sucks. That's a Bible name. Yeah, but Luke is Luke. Hey, fuck back off Luke, bud. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. You fucking Bible thumpers. No, it's Lucius, is what I named myself. Yeah, which is a demon name. It's a Roman name. It means light. Hmm. Do you think your son is light? He's not that heavy. I named my son Enzo, which means fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, In Latin. For me... This whole, from track one of this fucking album, every time Evan leaves my house after a record, he texts me and he says, hey, that was a really fun record. Wouldn't it be so funny if next time, like, 
this is just so would it be funny if you were just like naked the entire record <laughs> and i always text him back like haha yeah man it would be so funny he's like ha 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 jk jk haha but he does it every time and i'm thinking like because it gets funnier it's like a snl joke you have yeah. to repeat it eight times right? but i also can feel that there's a little bit of truth. It's not just the joke. Well, that's the that's the that's the funniest part. Ev is putting his toe in. He's testing the water. You got a little pathos in there every time. Just like ha, J.K. Unless, but just J.K. Yeah. Just like. the funniest part is that you know you feel like I want it really yeah. badly. Yeah. And like that need gives it the extra edge, the humor. Yeah. And that's why for this record and this song Seiko's been naked the whole time I've been naked the whole and did you guys time. hear any lust in my voice or have I just taken this completely straight he's not he's and fact, he's standing he's bef- standing real close to me before right now. the record he looked me up and down and he said this one's gonna be for the listeners not for me <laughs> I'm doing this one for the listeners he thought it would somehow come through on the record mm-hmm. but Ev I have something to uh to show you oh have you, yep. have you had that looked at <laughs> no, this uh, this mole that makes a sound that goes zip yeah, when I squeeze it. No, but actually, check this out. Zip. <laughs> That's right. You thought I was nude, but this is just a nude bodysuit, oh, brother. These man. have been fake nudes the entire oh. time. That's oh, right. You've been sitting on this the whole album. I've been fake sitting on this rating the whole album. That's right. But in fact, I look like I'm naked, but I'm wearing a full body suit below Slim my neck. Good body. So the only part of me that's actually uh, shown up for this has been my neck and head for this song. Actually, I liked it better than 2020 hindsight. So maybe my feet and hands are out there too. Uh, and it's just a naked, uh, I don't know, fucking zip bodysuit Zentai. I don't know. We'll be right back with the more handsome done of Vernicked Ladies podcast. Hey, Evan. Ah, uh, fuck. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. I'm not a car guy. You're not? And you're not a car guy either, right? You no, I'm not. don't get into cars, but like, if you could design like a fucking roadster for yourself, Ooh. what would it look like? A roadster for you know, myself? Like a, you know, they have like the, 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 monst- the monsters have like Dragula and the Adams Family have that like hearse and things like that. Is Dragula a monsters thing? Yeah. When Rob Zombie was singing- Oh, wait, no. Maybe it's a Rob Zombie thing. Oh, yeah. Maybe well, it the, could be. The monsters have some other kind of fucking muscle car, though. Like, I, I, I fucking, I don't know any. Should I look up Dragula monsters? I'm kind yeah. of curious to monsters, see. Monsters, monsters car. Because that song is so. Oh yeah, monsters car. That song is such a fucking bop and a hardcore song that if Rob's Zom- if Rob's had been named it after the monsters, God, I would love that. It's called the Monsters Coach. Okay. Coach with a K. That's it. Fair enough. So what is what what is Dragula? Is Dragula just a it's name that be, Rob Zombie? It's gotta be the Rob Zombie thing. Oh, I didn't know it was stylized. Oh no, buddy. Hmm. They had two cars: the Monsters Coach and the Dragula. Yeah. Holy shit! So it was a Monsters reference. Oh my god, it was a Monsters reference. The Dragula. On the Monsters TV series, the car was created by Grandpa Munster so he could win back the Munster coach, which Herman had lost in a drag race in the episode Hot Rod Herman. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. You gotta dig through those ditches and burn through those witches. Oh my god. And then Rob Zombie watched fucking Herman Munster drag race and went, burn through the ditches <laughs> to drag. Yeah, slam in the back of my Dragula. Oh my god, that sucks. I fucking love it so much. Jesus. Wasn't Dragula like one of the car options you could play in like the some, one of those 
wreck car games. In Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal, that's the that one. That is correct. It was heard in Sledstorm, Jet Set Radio, Gran Turismo 2, and Twisted Metal 4. Well, there you go. It also appeared in The Matrix and the film Idle Hands. It was also played over the perpetrator's phone during the 2015 mass stabbing in Sweden. So, yeah, so as uh, Joe Camel gets out of his car after beating <laughs> Dragula, the true mascot of this song runs him over. <laughs> you don't want Joe Camel to win. I don't feel like he deserves it. I feel like he, I feel I like want... he's had everything handed to him. I, I don't think so. You don't know about his childhood. You don't know Joe Camel's origin story. He fought in the French Foreign Legion, so he probably had a rough childhood. Never he mind, probably, I forgot. He probably committed crimes that the only solution was to dissociate yeah by because it's the french foreign legion is they don't ask any questions right yeah. yeah they they and they will protect you from extradition this is hard dissociation so i'm pretty sure joe camel is, has always been a piece of shit yep probably that, well i mean it, it, he did one thing and then he never taught he needs a therapist joe camel needs to fucking talk well, about wait, his and problems. we've talked about it he's he's also handsy and you know sort That's of true. sexually aggressive it all stems not that there's any excuse but it all stems from this the time he accidentally killed a child with the french foreign legion <laughs> and he just hasn't been able to get over it well i figured he did a crime to join the french foreign legion oh interesting he did something unforgivable and he had to flee his native uh egypt yeah yeah that to, makes sense uh, actually to join the french foreign legion okay. and fight in monaco do you know where else they don't ask any questions? You didn't even tell me what kind of car you'd drive. Oh, shit. Uh, I would we drive... We got six levels deep too quick. I would drive... I've always wanted a car where it's just a fucking... It's a Subaru Legacy, but <laughs> it's got a button on the steering wheel, and when I press it, the car splits in half and becomes two cars that can go down two different So, like, ways. you're driving with your friend, and, uh, and you're like... <laughs> Bye, <"No>, buddy! <laughs> Does the steering wheel come out, or are they just on their own? They're on their fucking own. They go immediately over the hill and die. It just splits and smashes right into a fucking side of a building. That's correct. <laughs> so you want a, you want a suicide... A murder <laughs> button. I want to murder... And it's not like I can control my half of the car either. There's only a front wheel and a back wheel. I can't steer so it. So it splits in half. It just sparks and explodes. <laughs> just burns. I just basically want you a have button. a murder-suicide mur button. A button that blows my car up. <laughs> what would your car be? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I've always wanted one of those like steering wheels. It's like a chain. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Probably truck nuts, too. Okay. I like truck nuts. I Actually, I would have truck nuts. I would have them, though, on my windshield wipers. <laughs> so they're just flopping, That's very just good. flopping around. Actually, with my car that splits in half, there's one ball goes to each side on the uh, truck nuts uh. in the back. Um, wish you know, wishbone them. Do you know where else they wishbone their nuts? Oh, you don't want like the uh, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? No. Because I feel like that's too conspicuous. Everybody would constantly you be like... You just want to commit crimes is what your goal is. Kind of. I Yeah, I have a Subaru Legacy right now. I guess I could commit some crimes, couldn't I? Yeah. Should I be doing more crimes? We all should. Damn, dude. Okay, I'll get right to it. Do you know where else they commit crimes? <laughs> 21 Note Street. No, the Podventory, of course. Oh, whoa, what's this? Well, Poker Night at the Podventory. That's what right. What is that? If Not Us, Then Who uh -oh. is running their third season called Poker Night at the Podventory. That's right. It's a new thing they're trying. Playing poker <laughs> with canon characters in a Night at the Inventory type vibe. It's fun. It's indulgent. It's goofy. And it's stealing, which is all the best things about this show. So I don't remember who exactly is in this season playing poker together. But I know at the very least it's Anakin Skywalker and Columbo from the show Columbo. And they're just vibing, you know? They're just vibing RN. 
uh, and playing poker. Actually, in the second episode, they play Uno instead. Uh, <laughs> Evan has fallen asleep on the microphone. It doesn't sound like fun to listen to four people playing characters playing Uno. This is good podcasting. <laughs> I'm going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. It's just, sorry. They're on the Orange Groves. Listen to them. This for it's great, an I'm active sure. show on the Orange Groves, which means we got to give them their flowers. Well, I mean, there can be only one. We're going to we're gonna outlast, outlive, outlong. <laughs> we're going to survive for them? Okay. Destroy, we're going to destroy them. One Let's by one. destroy them. Let's fucking kill them. They're going to be like, man, I'm really sick of having to pay hosting fees, but we still got an active podcast. And I don't want to <laughs> let the P&L boys down. <laughs> Uh, they've, they've worked so hard for us. Anyway, listen. To they Info- do us. They do a commercial. You know, like regular regular shows in the Orange Grove. Just play a commercial. We do a commercial. Eight minutes of garbage for these for these shows that deserve so much better. Yes, because they're good shows, run, run by good people who work really hard. I'm sure they're fine. I'm not going to comment on people I don't know. Why not? Can't you just be nice? I am. That's why I said I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure they're fine is pretty high praise. Mm-hmm. Bye. I, I am sure they're fine. I am not a hostage. <laughs> I'm not a hostage. <laughs> and we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Ladies podcast. I'm spinning this goddamn wheel. Spin him up. And the segment we're doing this week is... Must have been the same thing. The narrator of this song is the same as the narrator of another BNL song. Which song and why? Hmm. So we've got this a woman. Well, is the woman is the is the narrator talking about the woman or is the narrator the woman herself? You're right. The narrator's talking about the woman. The woman is a character in right. this. Right. So he is just he's a God. story. He's a storyteller. He's no. always a storyteller. He's a storyteller. He's just telling a story about. He's telling a, a fairy tale about a woman who flew away on a giant bird that she made herself. So, the fact that this starts with the same chord as "Spider in My Room," which is another story about like the post-apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that could be. This could be the guy from "Spider in My Room." If we mashed him up together, put in a. I think this this song. We talked about how the song needs pepping up, so let's let the Stony Park singers in there. A little, Fuck yeah. a little bit of a indigenous like First Nations chanting. That rules. That would be great. I would love that. Yeah, some powwow music. Oh, make them permanent ladies. I mean, that's Damn, what I'm saying. They need right. to be part of the B-Nakes. You know what? Fuck Kev. Make the Stony Park singers <laughs> the heads of BNL. They should be the faces. Yeah. I mean, the point of having, you know, credit, having fame is to uplift, you know, marginalized people. So just make them BNL. Great. The point of having last fame- summer on Earth tour 2022. <laughs> I'd go. I'd actually I'd be more excited to go see like a pow, like a group of powwow singers than I would BNL. I'm going to just only say if right they now. were doing BNL songs. Yeah. Stony Park. Singers perform BNL. <laughs> I perform the hits of BNL. BNL. Yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, did we do it? Is it is it yeah. Spider in My Room? Spider in My Room. Let's roll again. Okay, great. Oh, we're doing another one. Okay. Yeah, we take, need to give them bang for their buck. If they take less than a minute, we'll do another one. For this free podcast. Toe to toe. Grab another random song. Which wins? Oh, man. So I'm opening up 2017 in... Uh, uh, what is it? Alternative uh, charts? No, it's a uh, adult contemporary. Adult contemporary charts. That's right. Uh, and then we pick the last song. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like if we're picking any song from an adult contemporary chart, it's just automatically going to be better. Sure. Uh, list of Billboard adult contemporary number ones. No, not number ones. Come on, baby. Year end. Here we go. 
2017. So what is it? A hundred songs? No, it's 50 songs. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the song that, uh, this is going up against, Ev, I'm going to play a little for you right okay. here. And I think you're going to recognize it. Baby, it's cold outside. I got to go. Baby, it's cold who outside. Who is the singer? Who's the? Who are people singing this? So this is Brett Eldridge with Megan Trainer. Okay, <laughs> singing "Baby, It's Cold Outside." <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're coming up on "Tis the Season." Tis the season for this song, maybe close enough. Yeah. yeah. So that'll. <laughs> I feel like if any song could go toe to toe with this, it's that one. Yeah. So we rate this on the better scale. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you have to remember what those mean. Which song is bonier? Oh, we do we do it redo it every time. <laughs> oh no, can you remember that? I remember one of them was Britney Spears' Toxic. Yeah, that was one of the T's, which has to stay. <laughs> which song is better? Okay, which <laughs> I think that was the B. Which song is better? In which case, it's probably Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah, I'd say Baby It's Cold Outside definitely has almost certainly more staying power. Right. What well, does staying power mean better? I would say if you're talking about something in the public consciousness, yes. Okay. All right. I mean, it may not be. I mean, are we rating this? We're rating these as pop songs, correct? I don't, we're just rating them, bud. Okay. Okay. So when you say better, what does it mean to you? It means I like it more. Okay. Then tell me which one you like more. I think I like Township of King. I don't like Christmas music. I like some Christmas songs. I like it when they do new stuff with it. Baby It's Cold Outside is probably one of my least favorite Christmas songs. So are we both on BNL side here? If we're going off of which one we liked, better, better. means which one we like better. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the end of the scale. Then yes, sure. we're on the same side. Okay. okay, great. The E is for End of All Days. End of All Days. Which of these songs will most closely herald the apocalypse? Um, which of these will release the seven seals and the you know war, famine, pestilence, this and plague? This is hard, because Township of King is about the end, end of, of day, something. End of, yeah. And Baby It's Cold Outside is about the beginning of a hot night. Yeah, but it is all the, 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 the chill that will accompany the yeah. Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Maybe, yeah, it's cold outside because there's a nuclear winter. Okay. And she's got to stay inside because of the cannibal gangs. Okay. I'm going to have my jester guild you. Guild okay. you. <laughs> so where are you going Bullet here? Town. I don't, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to go BNL. I think it's it's more closely. We had, we had to dig a little bit for Baby. Wait, did we say Baby was better than BNL? No, we both said BNL was better. Okay. But you're going for BNL again on this yeah. one. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not uh, looking uh, to even it up. End of days. End of days. End of days. End of days. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the BNL. <laughs> so it's four to zero right now. T, which is closer to the Britney Spears song Some "Toxic"? toxic. Mm, neither. Neither. Megan Trainer. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. So, yep. I will okay. also agree. Cool. 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 Uh, the other T is for uh, testosterone. <laughs> which which of these would be? Which of these songs would sound better if? Uh, I'm trying to think. Macho of Man Randy Savage. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really can't stay. Yeah. Oh, brother, I got to get outside. Oh, you got to do both voices. <laughs> I just want to see him. him I want to see him doing voice. both voices, but also trying to do a girl voice for. Oh, just go outside. But oh man, listening to him do like, come, come, the sky is gray. That's not. You're doing Jack Nicholson. I'm going into Bob Dylan. Come, come, I, the sky's gray, I, brother. I, I think. I would 
pr- rather prefer him to sing Baby It's Cold Outside personally. Yes, I think so too. I think okay. it'll be way more fun. It's tied up four to four. Jesus Christ. Second E. Second E is for Evil Incarnate. Okay. <laughs> Which song is Eviler? Well, there was that whole... Uh, Oh, is it a song about rape? Yeah, and then you no, know, there, there. People come down on both sides. Sure, it's not not a rape, but like a sexual like sexual, assault. yeah, like a bullying sort of thing. Yeah, and then yeah. there are people saying, no, this is just a woman in a society where she can't say yes, trying to say yes without saying yes. She was being empowered. Yes, she was being empowered saying. rather than disempowered. So, but you know what? I'm not going to comment on either side of that because I'm a white dude and yeah. I should keep the fuck out of this conversation. So, do you think? So then you have no right to judge what's evil and what's not. Well, I'd say that Baby baby It's Cold Outside is uh, debatable. Whereas Township of King, there's plowing under, in the context of itself, is evil incarnate. Smashing up this forest. Sure. The birds hate it. The lady hates it. Some Kevin. He is the narrator, Kevin, or whoever the fuck this Glenn Yarborough from the the Hobbit soundtrack is saying that this is unequivocally bad. Okay. Even though I want to say that Canada's Wonderland has brought joy to far more people than an old growth forest ever would. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what are you saying? You're saying BNL. BNL. I'm gonna say baby it's cold outside simply because I, I hate Christmas songs. <laughs> so still tied up five to five. All right. But last it one. all comes down to the last R. Okay, last R is random. <laughs> <laughs> we assign them numbers on a dice and we roll it and it <laughs> determines whether so uh, so we'll whoever... say baby it's cold outside is even. Uh Township of King is odd. So do we, we roll, roll for each of us? No, we roll just once and whoever gets it gets two points. No, let's roll for each of us. Okay. All right. Uh, so here's Evan's number. Which one is even? Even is baby. It's cold outside. Township of King is odd. You got Township of King. So you're giving a point to Township <laughs> of King with 59 right. and I'm giving a point to baby. It's cold outside. Oh man. Battle Which for the ages into the other brings us to, of course, the exclamation point at the <laughs> yes. end of better. Which song sounds better when you scream it as loud as you possibly can? Uh, baby, I it's, really can't. Yeah, baby, it's, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. So our winner. Yeah, baby, it's cold outside. But just cold. by a nudge. Just by a nudge. We had to go to the finals to get that one. Sure. Absolutely. Wow. What a great, great tune. <laughs> I'm going to add it to my Christmas playlist ASAP. Township for King? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to take a question from our friends our fans our hunky little hash browns what did you say hash browns hash browns was good this is a uh, you can email us please email us it's all been done podcast at gmail.com here's an email from our friend mitch 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 Mitch, oh mitch's title is mitch's podcast question which i love very explanatory What's Wait, up? it's a question about his podcast? I hope so. Okay. What's up, you silly little Billy boys? Hi, silly little Billy boy. <laughs> it's Mitch, otherwise known as the semi-active IABD Discord talker who recorded like one song clip for y'all and then never did it again because I'm a traitorous little lech. No, no, no. What? We loved that. Yeah, it was we, great. Yeah, and Salsa we ap- Silverball. We uh, appreciate everything you've done for us. Yeah, you kill it. Hey, you kill Mitch, it. Mitch, you've done more for us than literally any, any. other... Well, we had one listener. Well, he wasn't even a listener. Send us a shirt. Yeah. And we had uh, one of our listeners send us that bare naked book. That's true. Book. So you are in the you're rarefied. In the you're in the 1% of our listeners. 100%. Who have uh, pitched in and done something weird for us. Actually, Mitch, I actually saw you comment. Maybe it was 2020 hindsight. Like it was three years ago, a YouTube comment from Mitch Rayner. And I meant to say it on that episode and I forgot. Oh, well. My question for you is simply this. Which dipping sauce is each BNL boy? And at the end of the day, which one are you dunking your nugs into? Oh, man. Thanks. 
And I'm sorry. Take care. Bare nakedly yours, Mitch. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, Love this. So question. do we have to pick dip like McDonald's dipping sauces, or can we make our own? Dip? Any, dipping, Any sauce. dipping sauce. Any dipping sauce. I think that Ed and I don't mean to be on the nose here. And I don't mean for it to be a callback, is a Hidden Valley <laughs> Ranch. <laughs> he is just down home fucking like... This he's, got is a the, bit, he's got a little bit of street about him, too, because he does the rap stuff. So maybe he's like a uh, uh, Chipotle Ranch. A little bit spicy. You're yeah. nodding, but that's not yeah, good I, podcast. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, yeah, I'm taking a moment for myself. Sure. Yeah, you need a moment for yourself. I am allowed to do that. I'm yeah. just resettling. All right, all right. Everything out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hidden Valley Ranch in a in a tin cup. <laughs> tin oh, cup. so you don't think it's Chipotle? You just think it's in a weird it's a hidden, vessel? A Hidden Valley Ranch in a uh, a Coke can that has been sawed and <laughs> sawed in sure, half. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I like that. So you got to be careful because he'll cut you. Oh. Well, maybe he will. He's got that street about him. I feel him. like Ed, Ed could go Ed could go hard when he needs to. His name is just one letter off from Edge. Yeah. E-D-G is how I spell Edge. <laughs> E-D-J. E-D-J, Edge. Uh, what do you think? What bare naked boy is the next dipping sauce? I feel like uh, Kev would be um, something sweet, like mm-hmm. a honey, a honey, like a honey mustard, but no mustard in it. So honey, <laughs> 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 which is what, as a child, I used to ask where to dip my McNuggets mm, in. But honey... Honey's a little too viscous, so, so I feel like it's like a it's like honey like half what? half honey half milk. What about like simple syrup? <laughs> Is he just like a uh, fucking shot glass of simple syrup that you? Well, he's a, he's he's not that sweet. Okay, and he's uh he's saccharin, but I'd say like yeah a, a really watery honey, really watery simple syrup, something you've mixed a. Uh, okay, half honey half milk. Oh no, he's a um uh, uh appletini, but with no uh, uh, uh non alcoholic non alcoholic appletini. <laughs> You dip your snug in You're that. saying that's your nugget dipping sauce. Or, or he's like one of those, uh, you get like your frosty from Wendy's and you dip your fries oh, and your nugs in it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's Kev. He's, a he's vanilla, cool as fuck. He's not the chocolate frosty though. He's the vanilla, he's the vanilla no frosty, frosty. The better frosty. I agree. Mm, oh. I could go either way. Depends oh. on the mood. Depends on my mood. I'm definitely a vanilla boy. They're both fine. Um, I think that Tyler Stewart is, uh, you know what? I don't think it's a dipping sauce. I think you order the nugs and they come with chili and cheese. You've heard of chili <laughs> cheese fries. fries? These are chili garbage cheese. nugs. Yeah, garbage nugs. I don't know if it's garbage, but maybe I think it's just chili cheese, maybe some jalapeno slices on okay. top. This is a spicy like hearty dish that really makes you warm and happy and mm. you feel indulgent when you're eating some it. Garbage nugs. Why has no one done garbage nugs? Cuz I feel like the the breading would get real gross real quick. But nachos, though. I mean, you can have a soggy nacho and people still enjoy it. Nachos get soggy. Mm. I'm going to start doing garbage nugs. Yeah, sure. I'm going to open a garbage nugs restaurant. Oh, well, let's, let's, do, let's <laughs> scale it back. Let's give it a try before I'm we buy get... a food truck tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think uh, I'm getting some chili cheese nugs from, uh, from, yep. from ne- fucking an apple teeny and chili cheese nugs. <laughs> Neither of them are a dipping sauce. We have failed this question. But give hey, me a gym, please. An apple, t- apple teeny is a dipping sauce. Anything right. you dip it in is a dipping sure, sauce. Sure, sure. But yeah, I think the, it could be the garbage nugs could be a little bit pushing because you don't really dip them in the garbage. Okay, so then I think that Thai, I need something hearty. Beef stew. And hot and thick. Thick though, I feel like you dip your nug in there and then you have to hold the container to pull, pull it the out. Nug yeah, out. this it, is it, cement. It doesn't let it go. Yeah. So what if it's just f- like cream cheese? <laughs> just cream cheese. I kind of like just a block of Philadelphia cream cheese for Ty. <laughs> you have to like scoop your nug. <laughs> you really got to get keeps, a hard. Keeps nug. breaking my nugs. Yeah. 
That actually is pretty good too. I like that. Okay. Uh, what do you got for Jim? For Jim, um, you know, he seems like somebody who's not straight down the plate, but at the same time, not too out there with regards to his dipping sauces. Oh no, but we're talking about what not what he'd prefer, what it what, what he, he is, is as a dipping sauce. Um, it's something subtle, something that adds to the flavor of the nugs. You were just gonna say barbecue sauce. I was just gonna say barbecue <laughs> sauce. The barbecue sauce is sort of a barbecue sauce. If you dip the nug in it, it it sort of tastes like barbecue sauce. Yeah. And it's, Jim is like. Um, Jim is a uh, salt water, just something that, <laughs> something that will elevate the flavor of the nug itself without bringing too much attention to itself. Salt water? Yeah, salt water. <laughs> you named, no, Jim is like a, okay. You Jim, named two beverages. Jim is, a, uh, Jim is like, you know where you go to an Italian restaurant and they don't give you like butter to dip your bread in? They give you like ol- olive oil with like spices yeah. and like pepper and oh, salt in there? That's good. That's Jim. He's like an olive oil dredge. I you love dip your that. Nug, you dip your nug in. Yeah, that's very good. That's very Jim. Yeah. I like that we can just say things and they go, that's so, so Jim. Even though it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Never met the man. <laughs> so uh, the big question here, Ev, which one are you dunking your nugs in? Definitely not a block of cream cheese. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it momentarily. <laughs> Probably not an apple teeny. A little too much for me. It goes between ranch and a fucking Italian. Uh, I'm going to go. I don't like ranch, so I'm definitely going to go with the. I uh, don't like ranch either. I'm going to go I, with the uh, I'm going to go with the Italian. I'm with you. I'm going to go with the uh, Italian. I feel like that'd be. It wouldn't be that good on nugs, but, you know, it'd be better than any of the other choices. I don't know, because you got. There's a little balsamic in there, too. Yeah. So you've got, like, a little bit of tartness to your nugs, which, like. It'd be fine. I think it would be good. I'd prefer ketchup, honestly, over yeah, that. Too bad none of the boys <laughs> are that ketchup. basic. Gavin Brown. Gavin ketchup. Brown is the ketchup. He's what brings it all together. Sure. I like that. Uh, great. Hey, Mitch. Thanks, you little lech. <laughs> did he call himself that? Yeah, he did. A traitorous oh, little lech. guy. Ebo. <laughs> You're such an excitable little man. <laughs> I'm a tiny little guy. <laughs> um, that's the end of the episode. Oh, okay. Bye. No! What are you plugging this week? We did buy last episode. Um, hand, hand, <laughs> ham, handcrafted artisan work. Made by hand. Nothing in specific, just Let's work? Say it's violence. Violence? Violins. Oh, handcrafted I've violence. Wanted a, I've always wanted to be a luthier. I wanted to learn how to make like uh, instruments, musical instruments, wooden, uh, wooden stringed instruments. That'd what be fun. stops you? Time. I just don't have time to do it. And I mean, I'm sure, I think there's, there are like one or two in, in the city but I don't know if they take apprentices because it's like one of those things you have to yeah. apprentice for years to be able to do correctly. You should, you have, you're a 10,000 heir. Yeah. You could live off that for a good 10, 20 years while you apprentice. <laughs> $1,000 a year? Yeah. A $1,000 challenge. Morgan, Spurl- Morgan Spurlock's next. <laughs> <laughs> Living a year on $1,000? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I Could you do... I mean, some people do. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could live on $1,000. I mean, it wouldn't be, it would be pleasant. It would be very unpleasant. Yeah, <laughs> but you could do it. Um so that's your you your. I could live a day on a thousand dollars. God, brother, I brother. I always want to say brother now. Thousand dollar day. That'd be a fun a fun holiday. Yeah, the TDD. That's yeah, a fun for, movie. for us. Ten thousand heirs. Yeah, we'll just use one tenth of our wealth hey, in we'll one day. S- well, some uh fucking angel donor to this podcast. Evan, I want to have a TDD. We want to have a thousand dollar day. We're gonna take your money. We're gonna go out on the. I town. promise, whatever we do, will be disappointing. We'll record the whole fucking thing. You'll love it. It's like we go to Texas Day Brazil. We spend $50 a plate. Yeah. And then we go home because we ate so much <laughs> beef. And that's it. We just buy two PS5s. <laughs> that's $1,000. And then we go home and play PS5 for a yeah, while. Yeah, we go to Texas State Brazil, spend $100. Sure, out we, of our own pockets at this yeah, point. Yeah, and then we, uh, then we donate the rest to charity. Oh, I like that. Okay. That's my plug this week. Donate 
some money to charity, not like Ev, who just fucking wants to, I don't know, chart the fucking clouds or something. I bet some I donate shit. more than you. I'm sure you do. 100%. I donate. Beep, 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 beep. Fucking $240 a year. That's nice. Like $20 a month. That's still nice. It's whatever. I think I'm I'm maybe five six hundred bucks, which is less than I That's should. That's too much money. Well, I get locked into things. I mean, you don't want to say like, I'm not donating twenty dollars a month to ACLU now. Oh, I still am. That's my twenty dollars. Oh, I do ACLU. Um, who else? Nobody gives these... a shit about this. Okay, why are we curious. doing this? I'm just telling people who they should donate to. Oh, okay, that's good. I Southern Poverty Law Center, and then SPLC's Sierra good. Club, Sierra Club. Okay. Uh, Colonial Williamsburg. No, you don't. I do. Why? It's like it's not a month. I do like twenty dollars a year because my mom loves the place and she wanted to take us on vacation there. So as a like That's a sweet. joke, I just give them a lot of money. I'm like, Mom and the Lord of Dunsany Club, Mom. <laughs> that rules. Well, Ev, they also it's... send you a little Christmas ornament every year. Oh, sweet! And you get their magazine. That's fun. And hey, uh, one happy... year actually they gave you like one year I got like six bars of soap, which is really nice. That rules. Like, hand, yeah, I know. That's why I kept donating, hoping they'll give me that soap again. That'll last me for a year or so. Um, no, it won't. Uh, Jesus, Saker wants a thousand dollars and six bars of soap. Oh, He's good fuck. to go for a year. Bro, we didn't we didn't wish our Canadian friends a happy Canadian Thanksgiving in October. That would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been really nice for but us. In any case, this Thursday is American Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Is it this Thursday or next Thursday? When this episode oh, is released, when this episode comes out. Okay, <laughs> freak me out for a second, bro. I'm Saker. I'm Evan, and we'll see you again in one, one week. week.